Hello everyone, this is Deborah Richardson and today I am putting the AP in Happy where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. This podcast will give a voice to accounts payable team members by talking about the growing reality of cyber attacks in their world and which vendor setup and vendor management techniques they can apply to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Today's podcast episode is brought to you by the Authentication, Validation, and Management Toolkit for those AP vendor maintenance teams that still have a mostly manual process and need fraud prevention at each critical step of the vendor maintenance process. Go to DebraRRichardson.com to see the authentication techniques, internal controls, best practices, and what template forms, vendor communications, and desktop procedures are included. So we keep hearing in the news when companies have experienced a breach either due to malware, ransomware, or social engineering. To reduce the potential for fraud, some companies, maybe even yours, have removed vendor banking from the accounting system and ERP completely. Can we do the same with vendor social security numbers? And how can you get help with your W-9s and use a discount code to save? Keep listening. Welcome to episode 47. What is sensitive personal information for our IRS reportable vendors in the vendor master file? So I was reading an article by Davey Winder in Forbes, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes, but it was written on August 20th, and it stated that according to risk-based security research that was newly published in the 2019 mid-year quick view data breach report, the first six months of 2019 have seen more than 3,800 publicly disclosed breaches exposing an incredible 4.1 billion compromised records. So we know that data breaches exposes our personal or sensitive personal information. The question is, is should we be worried about our vendors' sensitive personal information? That answer is yes. So the first thing to define is what is sensitive personal information in the vendor master file for your vendors? So there are three. The first one is banking details. Now many vendors include banking details on their invoices, especially international vendors, because the accounts that accounts payable or AP uses is a deposit only account. Now that's not always the case. Many individuals, single member LLCs, sole proprietors do not have deposit only accounts. So banking details are considered sensitive personal information. The second one is the birth date. Now in some specific scenarios, the IRS requires the collection of a birth date 
for foreign individuals and other, again, scenarios. Birth dates are considered sensitive personal information, obviously, that should only be collected for regulatory requirements. Now, the third one is the tax ID. Now, the tax ID can either be the employer identification number, the EIN for your vendor, or it can be the social security number or SSN. It can also be a foreign tax identification number, but both the social security number and the foreign tax identification number can be assigned to an individual. Now, since some accounting systems have only one field for either tax identification number, the tax ID itself should be considered sensitive personal information. And I say that because I may get a couple folks that'll say, but no, public companies, they publish their tax ID out on their websites. You can go out and find it. But that's not the case with all your vendors. Some of the vendors who will select that box one on W-9 for sole proprietor, individual, or um, single member LLC, and I know I set that out of order, but those companies or entities still uh, may be using their social security number. So now that we know the three pieces of information on the vendor record or in the vendor master file that's considered sensitive personal information, let's talk about them. So many companies are turning to third-party tools to remove vendor banking from the accounting system ERPs third-party e-invoicing or payment tools can put the onus on the vendor to update their banking detail versus having that sensitive information sent to accounts payable vendor maintenance to update the vendor record and have that information in the accounting system or ERP. Also, collecting birth dates can pose a huge issue if there is a data breach, but Due to limitations with W-8 tracking tools and fields in many accounting systems or ERPs, this information may be kept on an external spreadsheet maintained by accounts payable or the tax team. Not to mention the fact that the volume of these vendors with the birthday collected, they are very minimal. So we do have a solution for banking. Some companies are utilizing third-party tools or payment tools or software to get that banking out of the accounting system or ERP. And with the birth date, that information is typically not in the accounting system or ERP. And even if it is, it's not a huge population of your vendors. Now, what we are left with is the federal or the IRS tax ID. While I don't have a recommendation for the foreign tax identification number for foreign individuals, I do have a recommendation for those U.S. reportable vendors that will submit a W-9. We collect one from every U.S. entity or vendor and we save that on the vendor record. The best way to reduce the risk of exposing our vendors' SSNs is to not collect it in the first place. So the question is, is how do we do that? Can we require an EIN from all IRS reportable U.S. vendors? 
Well, again, of the business entity types or the tax classifications from the W-9, that first box, those vendors that select that box, the individual, sole proprietor, or single member LLC, are those that may include the social security number or SSN from the W-9 form and thus will be entered on the vendor record in your accounting system or ERP. And the IRS does not require individuals, sole proprietors, single member LLCs to even have an EIN. Each may use their SSN or their social security number. That, however, changes when your vendor has one or more employees on the payroll since an employer identification number and EIN is required to report payroll taxes. Now, I am not a tax professional, so for more detailed information, I'll put a link to the IRS page where they talk about the employer ID numbers, or you can confer with your tax professional. Now, while the IRS only requires an EIN if that vendor has an employee, they also do not limit these tax classifications from getting an EIN. So if a vendor is a sole proprietor, an individual, a single member LLC, as long as they are a business entity, they can request an EIN. For example, if you have Jane Doe that comes in and waters your flowers every week and you are paying or she has a DBA, Jane Doe Plant Care, Jane can apply for and receive an EIN. So now that we know it may be possible for vendors in that first box, that tax classification on the W-9 that they can apply for and receive an EIN, how do you convince them to do that? So let's talk about asking and then making it easy for the vendor to get an EIN from the IRS. First, explain the why. You can include the why you are requesting an EIN versus an SSN in your vendor setup forms, on your vendor self-registration portal, and have a script ready for your accounts payable help desk team members in case they get any calls or emails. Then you provide a link to the IRS page so that they can register. Now make sure you get it approved, whatever that verbiage is, make sure you get it approved by leadership and legal. But the verbiage can be as simple as, we strive to protect your sensitive data and prefer that an IRS employer ID number, EIN, and not a social security number be obtained and stored in our vendor master file. For your convenience, here is the link to the IRS site to apply and generate an EIN in minutes. And that's all it takes, folks. Unless there are complications, the whole process, once they click that link and go over to the IRS site, takes about 15 minutes. And here's the key. You are not requiring the vendor to have an EIN, but while not all vendors will be motivated to obtain an EIN, 
There will be some that will appreciate both the effort that you are taking to protect their data and also providing that resource that they may not have otherwise known was an option. So you may collect some, you may not collect all, but whatever you collect is a win-win. So as promised, let's talk about how you can get help with your W-9s and use a discount code to save. Now, I know a lot of my listeners are still partially or fully manual in their accounts payable vendor maintenance process. So there is a resource to help. It's called W-9 Manager. And if you've ever thought of automating your W-9 collection process, W9 Manager is for you. It enables the vendor to generate a valid and complete W9 all electronically. And then the system works with you to manage and track all your vendors W9s as well as help you determine 1099 responsibility. Now you can use discount code HAPPY19 to save 10%, but you got to use it quick. It expires September 15th, 2019. I'll put a link to W9 Manager in the show notes, but you can go to w9manager.com for more information. So thanks everyone. I hope you enjoyed the 47th episode of Putting the AP in Happy podcast where accounts payable teams are empowered to protect the vendor master file from fraud. Don't forget to check the show notes for the links mentioned in the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and writing a review of my podcast on the platform that you use to listen. Stay happy.